0: Thank you for joining me on African Woman Arise on the 8th of January 2021. African Woman Arise is inspired by the resurrection of Jesus and the promise of God that if we believe in him, we will be raised with Christ at his coming. I will be your host, Randane Chiriro Baumgartner, on these daily devotions of 7 to 10 minutes a day on your way to work, as you get the kids ready every morning, as you take a lunch break at work, as you drive home from work, um, as you prepare to do your shopping, or whether in the evening as you're beginning uh, your downtime. But this is a time for you and Jesus, really. African Woman Arise is anchored in God's word. It is anchored in Africa. And that is what is exciting about this daily devotional. Now, the first series will be called Jesus and Me in Uncertain Times. And we will be looking at different books of the Bible and what they teach us about our relationship with the Lord Jesus himself during uncertain times. And so I'm so glad you're going to be joining myself and the many guests that we will be having to really dig deep into God's Word and to find out uh, Jesus' heart um, and the heart of our Father and the heart of the Holy Spirit when it comes to ourselves and the mission He has given us for the rest of the world. And so I thank you and I look forward to you joining me on African Women Arise on the 9th of January, 2021. Welcome again to African Woman Arise on the 11th of January, 2021. I'm your host, Randani Baumgartner. And this is a space where we are convinced Uh, that because of God's promise, we who believe in Jesus will one day be raised again. And so that gives us great courage and it gives us great hope and it gives us a sense of internal peace, I guess. And so just before we continue with the series, Jesus and Me in Uncertain Times, I just like to make a few notes. Um, And the first one is uh, these podcasts will be around seven to 10 minutes long. So, you know, it's supposed to be a bite. Uh, It's supposed to be almost a snack, not a meal. And by that, I mean, it's not in any way intended to replace the church. Wow. The church is God's Um, idea. The church is God's uh, mission field. Uh, The church is God's um, rightful place uh, where we fellowship with other Christians. And so this is not meant to replace church at all. Hence, there is no Sunday recordings. And then Thirdly, I just want to say, uh, in terms of distribution, a few people have asked me if they can forward or distribute in any way uh, these messages. And, you know, if you read the Great Commission, um, it says that uh, we are to use any opportunities uh, to call people to Jesus. So absolutely go on and distribute uh, so that Christ uh, would be glorified. And so... As we begin today, um, we're going to go be going through a familiar passage to study this theme of Jesus and me in uncertain times. Uh, we're going to be studying a book that many of you, are no doubt, familiar with. Uh, you've either read this book, you've either studied it uh, somewhere along the line, or you heard the stories in Sunday school. I'm quite sure that many of you are just uh, familiar with it, but we're going to go. A little bit more into the detail of it um, to look at what it has to say to us. And, you know, I'd like to make two um, uh, just notices on it. And the first one is that the book of Ruth, the book of Ruth is a true story from the Bible. And you'll hear me saying this often. It's because you know true stories from the bible uh, today are almost um pushed aside uh, they are relegated to uh, the you know the realms of fantasy and so you will hear me say over and over and over again this true story from the bible or in our case this true story from the book of ruth And then the second comment I'd like to make is that the characters we come to in the book of Ruth, they are not looking like Donald Trump. (laughs) Um, In their day, they would have not had blue eyes uh, and blonde hair. Now, it is, you know, I try to think of someone uh, who probably would look like the characters in that time, uh, in, in the time of the Israelites, in Moab. Um, it's not easy uh, but I will cast your mind to the Middle East um, so that kind of a look and um, you know I try to find examples the best I can do is think of your George Clooney so that kind of dark hair uh, dark eyes dark brown eyes and that dark kind of olivey skin you know that kind of suntan look Um, and Uh, For a female, I couldn't think further than Kamala Harris, (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) So think of of those two kind of characters. So neither Caucasian. Um, I guess is a re- good representation um, of what they may have looked like. Um, and neither is kind of uh, the southern hemisphere a good indicator as well. But I will just cast your mind uh, to those two uh, people that we know uh, to give you an idea. So those are the two comments I wanted to make. And so as we get into it, today I would like Uh, us to look at the book not from a romantic point of view which many of us are familiar with but I'd like us to look at it as a true story of how in uncertain times we can trust a certain God who is not confused, he is not threatened, he is not blind, he is not directionless, he is not distracted He's not overwhelmed in any way. Many times I think we project the uncertainty within us, the uncertainty in our own country, in our workplaces, in our family, in our world and to God. We may subconsciously assume the world is uncertain, therefore God is too. Well, Ruth has a lot of hope, true hope, genuine hope, and proof that the Lord's mind, his heart, his actions are certain. And so we read from Ruth 1. And in fact, I'll read from Judges, chapter 21, verse 25. So, because in one sense, it it feels like this is where Ruth should have started it provides a lot of good context it says in those days Israel had no king everyone did as they saw fit and this is sad this is a sad state of affairs in the days when the judges ruled there was a famine in the land a famine in the land Hmm. uncertainty in the land If you are poor in South Africa or anywhere on the continent, you will understand what famine is. It's an extreme scarcity of food and it results in hunger. Since many of us, including myself, have no real experience of it, it is easy to read over this word in the first verse of Ruth. But I'm going to give us a sense of what famine has meant in Africa throughout history, just to give us something to go on here, because a lot of us are unfamiliar with it. So between 1968 and 1980, a drought in Sahel region led to one million deaths in Mali, Chad, Niger, Mauritania, and Burkina Faso between 1980 to 1981 drought and conflict led to widespread hunger in Uganda between 1984 to 85 there was a famine in Ethiopia and I think a lot of us are familiar with those images on TV which led to about 1 million deaths and massive displacements between 1991 and 1992 the somalia famine was caused by drought and civil war between 98 and 2004 during the second congo war more than three million people died in the democratic republic of congo mainly from starvation and disease and so you can see that famine equals hunger equals death uncertainty about when and where the next meal will come from and this is the context that is given to us by the book of Ruth and so in this true story we see Elimelech making a decision to take his family from Bethlehem his home right? And he needs to make a choice to move either south or north of the Dead Sea and lead his family to Moab. Why? Uncertainty. He wants to secure his family a meal. Now, you will agree with me that 2020 has been tough. It's been filled with a lot of uncertainty many people experienced a sense of what will happen next. COVID, Black Lives Matter, the death of George Floyd, the US election, working from home, all that has been tough. And at the beginning, we had a resilient spirit. Now though, when we look forward into 2021, I wonder if we have any reserves left for another uncertain year. One thing is for sure we cannot depend or trust in our own resilience, in our own reserves on this journey. We are human and we have a limit. It sounds obvious, but we need to be reminded. The next five chapters in Ruth will show us how. In terms of uncertainty, we can only lean on a certain God. There can be no other replacements. In 2021, during COVID and other difficulties, no amount of Netflix, no amount of spas in the country, no amount of fine Chardonnay, no amount of good work done, can bring relief because all those things have a limit. Yes, they do bring relief but it is limited relief because God has made sure that it has a limit. The Lord will not allow us to find satisfaction or resilience where he knows it will never be lasting and never truly satisfying for the soul this is love dear sisters this is love the true story of Ruth will reveal that God wants us to find relief he wants us to find true certainty in him so join me tomorrow the 12th of January 2021 when we will unpack this further Thanks so much for joining me and I absolutely look forward to you listening in again. A warm welcome again to African Women Arise on the 12th of January 2021 as we look at this theme of Jesus and me in uncertain times. And we're looking at the book of Ruth to uncover the ways in which we can trust a certain God in uncertain times. And I'd just like to pause here and say that, you know, the characters in Ruth were human just as we are. Uh, these people had feelings, they had emotions, they had thoughts, they had doubts. Uh, they had their own weaknesses, they had times of joy, uh, they had times of uh, goodness in their lives and so I want to encourage us uh, to see them as ordinary people and the reason is James chapter 5 verse 17 um, highlights the fact that uh, Elijah being used as an example was a man just like us, who prayed to God. In other words, who exercised his faith in God. Um, These people are ordinary, just like ourselves. And it's important to note this because sometimes I think we read the Bible um, with a sense of distance, right? Uh, With a sense of these these uh, events happened far, far away. And not only that, but they happened to special people uh, who were almost uh, just uh, above uh, humanity, almost, right? And, yeah, I just want to highlight that these people were ordinary uh, so that their true stories um, can have a sense of relevance to us. They can, uh, we can feel like we are not um, kind of sitting outside uh, of uh, the Bible story. Um, So I just wanted to highlight that and say the difference between um, them and us is just, is God uh, working in our lives Uh, to help us to have faith in Him, to help us to believe in Him. And so I just wanted to say that at the very onset. And I hope um, that has encouraged you as well to realize that the characters of the Bible are simple, ordinary people just like us. And God gives them, uh, by His grace and by the power of His Holy Spirit, the gift of faith and the gift of uh, trusting in him. And that's how they manage to do, I guess, um, things that we would not expect them to do. It's always God's action in them. But other than that, they're ordinary people. And so in the story uh, from Ruth uh, 1 verse 1, we see that a man called Elimelech, makes a decision to take his family from Bethlehem to Moab. Bethlehem was his home, where his family was. It was actually the promised land of God. And because of the famine, he takes them from a place that represents certainty for him and takes them to Moab, a foreign land, a land with foreign gods, a land of uncertainty. And so they are in exile. They are going into exile where they will be treated like foreigners. Now this uncertainty... Now, Moab is uncertainty at its very best. So many unknowns for when they arrive in Moab, a foreign land with foreign gods. Like many foreign nationals who move around our continent to seek refuge, they have many questions in their minds. Will Elimelech's family find a home? Will his two sons find work? Will they find friends? Can they still worship Yahweh in peace? And so they arrive in Moab. And verse 3 tells us that they live there. And a tragedy strikes. Nahomi's husband dies. She is left a widow. Now, this was a tough position uh, for any woman to be in. And so her boys marry Moabite woman, so foreign woman. And they live in the land another 10 years and tragedy strikes again. Mahlon and Kilion die. Now Naomi's left with her daughter's in-law. Notice that the family left Bethlehem for Moab in hope of leaving tragedy behind in the form of famine. But in Moab, Naomi experiences even more tragedy. She loses the people she loves. She loses pieces of her heart, really. And as a woman, I can only just mentally um, try to imagine how that must have been. The pain, I can't quite imagine. And in verse 6, there is the smallest glimmer of hope. Naomi hears that the Lord has come to the aid of his people by providing food for them. She and her daughters-in-law prepare Guess what? To go back home to Judah, to Bethlehem. Let me take a moment just to say verse 6 teaches us a few things. Yesterday we said in order to survive and thrive in 2021 COVID, we must admit that our own resilience, our own reserves, our own resources. In my mother tongue, we say, afedile," And that's the first, I think, lesson that we learn here. That there is a limit to our own resources and reserves and our own plans. However smart we are. And secondly, the lesson here is that God will always keep his covenant. He is always happily able to come to our aid. Throughout scripture, he takes on the responsibility of being a helper and our helper. And aid and our aid this is a role and responsibility only he is qualified to take on we are talking here about a famine a natural disaster as a result of the fall in genesis 3 only the lord can provide food only he is qualified to bring rain to make Vegetables and fruit and crop grow where there was nothing. Remember that Naomi and her family have lived now in Moab for over 10 years. And so only God can bring fertile ground and food to eat in that kind of a situation. And thirdly, no Naomi has no husband or sons to depend on if you are like me having lost a mother or maybe in your case a father as well a cousin an aunt lean on the lord no human being can help and dare I say, even as a married woman, I have to depend on the Lord. And so when if you're single and sometimes you look at uh, married uh, women like ourselves and think, oh goodness, wouldn't it be lovely? Yes, there is a sense in which you have someone that you can experience life with, all its ups and downs with, but ultimately... When the rubber hits the road, I lean on the Lord. My aid is from the Lord. My help comes from the Lord. And I remember that song now. My help cometh from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Oh, wow. And so in whatever situation we're in, whatever phase of life we're in, we never cease to depend on God. I admit, it is easier to find other solutions as did Elimelech and Naomi when they left Judah. But here we see that this is futile. We sometimes try to find solutions in uncertain times that promise certainty. In the corporate world, we like to say, Change is the only constant. I myself have said that uh, many times. But in the first few chapters of Ruth, we see that Christ in God is the only certainty. He is the one who will remain faithful even when we are faithless. And we see this very, very, very much at the cross of Christ. When we had let God down, when we had thought we have found our own solutions, when we were scrambling around in the dark, God himself, out of his own choice, made a decision to find us and so he is the only one qualified to be certain even when all around us there is uncertainty and tomorrow dear friends and dear sisters we will look more around this theme of the lord being faithful. Welcome again to African Woman Arise on the 11th of January 2021. I'm your host, Randani Baumgartner, and this is a space where we are convinced uh, that because of God's promise we who believe in Jesus will one day be raised again. And so that gives us great courage and it gives us great hope and it gives us a sense of internal peace, I guess. And so just before we continue with the series, Jesus and Me in Uncertain Times, i just like to make a few notes. Um, and the first one is uh, these podcast will be around seven to 10 minutes long. So, you know, it's supposed to be a bite. Uh, It's supposed to be almost a snack, not a meal. And by that, I mean, it's not in any way intended to replace the church. Wow. The church is God's Um, idea. The church is God's uh, mission field. Uh, The church is God's um, rightful place uh, where we fellowship with other Christians. And so this is not meant to replace church at all. Hence, there is no Sunday recordings. And then Thirdly, I just want to say, uh, in terms of distribution, a few people have asked me if they can forward or distribute in any way uh, these messages. And, you know, if you read the Great Commission, um, it says that uh, we are to use any opportunities uh, to call people to Jesus. So absolutely go on and distribute uh, so that Christ uh, would be glorified. And so... As we begin today, um, we're going to go be going through a familiar passage to study this theme of Jesus and me in uncertain times. Uh, We're going to be studying a book that many of you are no doubt familiar with. Uh, You've either read this book, you've either studied it uh, somewhere along the line, or you heard the stories in Sunday school. I'm quite sure that many of you are just uh, familiar with it, but we're going to go little bit more into the detail of it um, to look at what it has to say to us. And, you know, I'd like to make two um, uh, just notices on it. And the first one is that the book of Ruth, the book of Ruth is a true story from the Bible. And you'll hear me saying this often. It's because You know, true stories from the Bible uh, today are almost um, pushed aside. Uh, They are relegated to uh, the, you know, the realms of fantasy. And so you will hear me say over and over and over again, this true story from the Bible, or in our case, this true story from the book of Ruth. And then the second comment I'd like to make is that the characters we come to in the book of Ruth, they are not looking like Donald Trump. (laughs) Um, In their day, they would have not had blue eyes uh, and blonde hair. Now, it is, you know, I try to think of someone uh, who probably would look like the characters in that time, uh, in, in the time of the Israelites, in Moab. It's not easy, uh, but I will cast your mind to the Middle East, um, so that kind of a look. And, um, you know, I try to find examples. The best I can do is think of your George Clooney, so that kind of dark hair, uh, dark eyes, dark brown eyes, and that dark kind of olivey skin, you know, that kind of suntanned look. Um, And,. Uh, For a female, I couldn't think further than Kamala Harris, (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) So think of, of those two kind of characters. So neither Caucasian. Um, i guess is a re- good representation um, of what they may have looked like um, and neither is kind of uh, the southern hemisphere a good indicator as well but i will just cast your mind uh, to those two uh, people that we know uh, to give you an idea so those are the two comments i wanted to make and so as we get into it today i would like Uh, us to look at the book not from a romantic point of view which many of us are familiar with but I'd like us to look at it as a true story of how in uncertain times we can trust a certain God who is not confused, he is not threatened, he is not blind, he is not directionless, he is not distracted He's not overwhelmed in any way. Many times, I think we project the uncertainty within us, the uncertainty in our own country, in our workplaces, in our family, in our world, and to God. We may subconsciously assume the world is uncertain, therefore God is too. Well, Ruth has a lot of hope, true hope, genuine hope, and proof that the Lord's mind, his heart, his actions are certain. And so we read from Ruth 1. And in fact, I'll read from Judges chapter 21, verse 25. So, because in one sense, it it feels like this is where Ruth should have started. It provides a lot of good context. It says, in those days, Israel had no king. Everyone did as they saw fit. And this is sad. This is a sad state of affairs. In the days when the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land. A famine in the land? Hmm. Uncertainty in the land. If you are poor in South Africa or anywhere on the continent you will understand what famine is. It's an extreme scarcity of food and it results in hunger. Since many of us, including myself, have no real experience of it, it is easy to read over this word in the first verse of Ruth. But I'm going to give us a sense of what famine has meant in Africa throughout history, just to give us something to go on here, because a lot of us are unfamiliar with it. So between 1968 and 1980, a drought in Sahel region led to one million deaths in Mali, Chad, Niger, Mauritania and Burkina Faso between 1980 to 1981 drought and conflict led to widespread hunger in uganda between 1984 to 85 there was a famine in ethiopia and i think a lot of us are familiar with those images on tv which led to about 1 million deaths and massive displacements between 1991 to 1992 the somalia famine was caused by drought and civil war between 98 and 2004 during the second congo war more than three million people died in the democratic republic of congo mainly from starvation and disease and so you can see that famine equals hunger, equals death. Uncertainty about when and where the next meal will come from. And this is the context that is given to us by the book of Ruth. And so in this true story, we see Elimelech making a decision to take his family from Bethlehem, his home, right and he needs to make a choice to move either south or north of the Dead Sea and lead his family to Moab. Why? Uncertainty. He wants to secure his family a meal. Now you will agree with me that 2020 has been tough. It's been filled with a lot of uncertainty many people experienced a sense of what will happen next. COVID, Black Lives Matter, the death of George Floyd, the US election, working from home, all that has been tough. And at the beginning, we had a resilient spirit. Now though, when we look forward into 2021, I wonder if we have any reserves left for another uncertain year. One thing is for sure, we cannot depend or trust in our own resilience, in our own reserves on this journey. We are human and we have a limit. It sounds obvious, but we need to be reminded. The next five chapters in Ruth will show us how In terms of uncertainty, we can only lean on a certain God. There can be no other replacements. In 2021, during COVID and other difficulties, no amount of Netflix, no amount of spas in the country, no amount of fine Chardonnay, no amount of good work done, and bring relief because all those things have a limit. Yes, they do bring relief, but it is limited relief because God has made sure that it has a limit. The Lord will not allow us to find satisfaction or resilience where he knows it will never be lasting and never Truly satisfying for the soul. This is love, dear sisters. This is love. The true story of Ruth will reveal that God wants us to find relief. He wants us to find true certainty in him. So join me tomorrow, the 12th of January 2021, when we will unpack this further. Thanks so much for joining me and I absolutely look forward to you listening in again.